We are on Ksubis Lamed Hey on Mabez 35B1, towards the bottom of the second column, in the Art Scroll Gemara. The Gemara now uh, will be discussing basically a summary. It's not giving a summary, but it will be discussing many of the different opinions that we've had over the last couple of weeks. It's been a little bit of a complicated last couple of weeks, since the really since the beginning of this chapter. We've had many different opinions about many different issues when it comes to Kim Le'Bjabimine, when it comes to uh, this concept of uh, a person only receiving one of two punishments, when a person does an action which results in two punishments, whether that's the death penalty and a monetary payment, or whether that's uh, lashes and a monetary payment. Um, it, there's many different permutations that we've had, different cases, different opinions. And so uh, the Gemara now, we are not concluding the topic of Kim Le'Bedrabimine, but uh, we will be taking a short break from Kim Le'Bedrabimine. But uh, as its last few lines here on Lama Dehei and Mabez, it'll be asking certain questions that requires really a certain... Uh, mastery of the different opinions. So, as an introduction, we will just review some of these opinions, not all of the opinions, but some of the opinions, so that we can follow through with um, with this Gemara. Okay, so here we go. There was the opinion of Reb Meir. Reb Meir's opinion is uh, that uh, when it comes to a knas, at least when it comes to a fine, we will say that the person does have to pay the fine, even though in general we say that, let's say, Misa, um, Misa, uh, the death penalty overrides uh, the payment if it, both things take place at the same time uh, from the same action, uh, that one only receives a death penalty when it's not required to pay. Your mayor says an exception to that rule is uh, a fine. Now, that was not the opinion of everybody within Rav Meir. That was the opinion of Rabbah, which is what the Gemara is about to start off with, with the position of Rabbah. There were others who disagreed within Rav Meir. There were those who said within Rav Meir that, no, that when did he say this? He only said this when it comes to lashes. When it comes to lashes and a fine, the payment of a fine, so then one would be required to do both um, and be punished with both. But when it comes to the death penalty and a fine, so then... It's only the death penalty and not a fine. So that is really a debate, a debate between different opinions within the position of Rav Meir. We know that Rav Meir does say, at the very least, when it comes to lashes, that when there's a fine together with lashes, that one is required uh, to do both. The question is, what about when it comes to uh, the, the death penalty? And so that was, that was two different opinions within Rav Meir. Again, Rabba was of the opinion that it does apply also to the death penalty and a fine, that one would have uh, received the death penalty and have to pay the fine. Reish Lakish was the opposing view, who said that no, that Rav Meir is only limited to uh, lashes and not to, uh, not to the death penalty. Okay, that is Rav Meir. We also had that in our Mishnah, the Mishnah that we started off with, we've only had one Mishnah so far in this chapter, our Mishnah was discussing... Uh, a case where a person would have to pay a fine because they either seduced or they uh, raped a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. But the mission is also discussing a case where this girl is a relative of the person uh, and the person uh, would therefore be punished with 
with at least according to most opinions, both Kares and Malchus, both an early death of Kares and of Malchus and of Lashes. And the Mishnah says that you still uh, pay the fine. You'd still be obligated to pay the fine. And so we went through a whole long discussion of why would you pay the fine in this case? So number one, in order to pay the fine, you would have to hold that um, even though there's kares here, kares would not be an exemption from uh, the fine um, or from from kimle. It wouldn't be an exemption from it. Wouldn't uh, kimle would not apply to the case of kares? It applies to the uh, to uh, a death penalty given by the courts, but it does, it's not given for an early death. Now we pointed out that there are those who disagreed with our Mishnah, namely Rabbi Nachman ben Akana. Rabbi ben Akana is of the opinion that if one would receive uh, the an, an early death of Kari, so then that, that would qualify for Kimlay, and therefore there would be an exemption on the monetary payment, on the fine, because he disagrees with the mayor, uh, but on the fine also. Um, sorry, let's ignore Rav Meir for now. Rav Nechon ben Akana might agree uh, to, to Rav Meir when it comes to the lashes, but at least with regards to the fine, uh, so then... Uh, with regards to, sorry, when it comes to kares, there will be an exemption when it comes to kares. So that's, uh, that's Rabbi Nechani ben Akana arguing on our Mishnah. That's another important opinion. Um, our Mishnah also had to deal with the fact that besides for kares, there's also lashes. That every kares, every uh, punishment of kares also has from the court the person is obligated to receive lashes. Uh, now, this would apply to all the kares except for two. There are two that are uh, one receive kares uh, for uh, not performing, not doing a positive mitzvah. That applies to bris milah, circumcision, and to bringing the korban pesach, the pesach offering on pesach. So, in those cases, the way it's described in the Torah is in the positive sense. So, since it's in the positive sense, there are no lashes. Lashes are only given when the Torah says it in the Negative. Do not do this. Do not do that. Uh, in those two cases, those are exceptions to the rule. But generally, when there's kares, it's usually in the negative, as a negative commandment. And as such, malkos is together with that. The one will receive lashes. So if that's the case, in our Mishnah's case, the question is, well, how come our Mishnah says that a person is obligated to pay if, in the end of the day, one also receives lashes? And don't shouldn't we apply the principle of kimlai? That if one receives lashes, then one doesn't have to pay. So one of the suggestions of the Gemara was the position of Rav Meir. To say like Rav Meir that when it comes to a fine, our mission is discussing a fine of of um, of uh, the case of Onus and Mufate, of where one rapes uh, or seduces a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. That itself is viewed as a knas, as a fine. So maybe according to Rav Meir, that could be the position of our Mishnah. We'll see why. Uh, there might be problems with that in in the position of mayor in a minute, uh, but that that was one possible solution to it. The other possible solution that was given was that uh, it was the position of Rabbi Yochanan, namely that our case of the Mishnah is a case where it was done uh, without any warning. It wasn't done intentionally, at least what was required halachically for for it to be viewed as intentionally, and as such. Uh, Malchus does not actually happen. It does not take place in actuality. Um, but it's, uh, it was, if, if this action were to be done on purpose, so then there would be, uh, there would be Malchus, there would be lashes. But 
uh, because there were no witnesses, or at least there was no warning, so therefore there are no actual lashes. So Rabbi Yochanan is of the opinion to say that when there is no, when when, when the court does not actually um, decide that the person should receive lashes, so then we do not apply this principle of exempting the kenas, ex- exempting the payment. And as such, there would be a requirement to pay. Now that's the position of Rabbi Yochanan. Again, not everybody agrees to this. It's very, there's many different opinions here. Rish Lakish disagrees. Um, and so Rish Lakish says that no, even if you do it by accident, so then you, there still is an exemption. Um, everybody agrees. This is what we had earlier. Everybody agrees when it comes to the death penalty. So then even if a person does it uh, without warning, so then that does create an exemption on the monetary application. The whole question was, what if it's lashes? So that was the dispute between Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. So we have all these different opinions. We'll share one more opinion before we see the Gemara. But again, just to review, we have the position of Rav Meir, who says that an exception to this rule of Kimlai is a fine. But there's a dispute within Rav Meir is that um, in what case does that apply to? Is that only for lashes or is that also for the death penalty? Uh, that was one issue that we dealt with. We discussed Rav Nechon Ibn Akana, who says that Kimlai would apply when it comes to Karis, when it comes to an early death by God, um, which our Mishnah seems to clearly disagree with, uh, because we're discussing Karis and we say that there still is a punishment of a Kanas. We discussed uh, this dispute between Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish, what happens if, uh, do we apply this principle of Kimlai, of this exemption on the monetary obligation when it comes to uh, a person doing this um, action which leads to lashes but there's no warning and so therefore it's viewed as being done bishogig, being done by accident all these different opinions one more opinion is the position of Rav Yitzchak Rav Yitzchak is of the opinion that we mentioned earlier that anytime that there's kares together with kares as long as it's a negative commandment there would also be lashes from the courts besides for an early death by Hashem the truth is, is that not everybody agrees to that that's the position of many however Rav Yitzchak disagrees this is a new position of Rav Yitzchak Rav Yitzhak disagrees, and he is of the opinion uh, that uh, that no, uh, if there's kares, then there, there are no lashes. There are no lashes. Okay, so it says that those are some very uh, a range of opinions about different issues when it comes to this principle of kimlay. So Amar le Rav Papa Labaye, Rav Papa says to Abaye, le Rabba d'Amar Chidushu Shechishet Torbeknas Avagav Demikdal Meshalim. So the Masis and Command Mokim Law Iker Merikashibito. The basic question is, who is the author of our Mishnah? Our Mishnah says that in a case of kares, of an early death, and in a case of lashes, so then there's an exemption from, uh, there still is an obligation to pay the, the knas, the fine, uh, when a person seduces or rapes a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half. Now, who is this going like? That's the question. If it's like Rameyer, it should seemingly fit with Rameyer, because Rameyer is of the position that one would pay the fine, if there's lashes, even if there's lashes, one would still, because it's a fine. So the question is, well, wait a minute. According to Rabbah, again, Rabbah says that we would pay the fine. You would have to pay the fine even if it's a case of the death penalty and a fine. The person would have to receive the death penalty and would have to pay the fine. The question on this is that, well, the next Mishnah, which we'll discuss uh, on Daflam and Vav on the next page, um, the next Mishnah says that there is an exemption when it comes to the death penalty. Well, if we're within Rabbah, within Rabbi Meir, so then how does that fit? That really doesn't fit because uh, Rabbi Meir would say, at least according to Rabbah, 
that there would also be an obligation to pay the fine. So our Mishnah cannot be like our mayor. Okay, so that it can't be like. What about Rabbi Nechunah ben Akana? Because we know, explains Rashi, that Rabbi Nechunah ben Akana agrees to remarry. It's a different position, but he agrees to remarry that one would have to pay the fine if it's coming up against lashes. However, the big problem is that you can't say like Rabbi Nechunah ben Akana because he's also of the position that when it comes to kares, when it comes to an early death, we do have an exemption from uh, the payment. Even if it's a fine, there's an exemption from the payment. And so, uh, and so, uh, you would not have to kasha uh, chosa. So then, all the cases of our Mishnah where we say that you pay the person would have to pay the fine, well, that's a problem because he's of the position that if there's kares, then one would not pay the fine. Can't be rabbi Benagana. What about the next position? What about the position of rabbi Yitzchak? Who is rabbi Yitzchak? We mentioned him in the introduction. Rabbi Yitzhak is of the position that our Mishnah is talking about kares, cases of kares, of, of raping or seducing a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, who's a relative, a family relative, where the punishment is kares, an early death. He's of the position that one would not receive lashes. One would not receive lashes. Ah, if that's the case, so then we have a position here. Because we don't have to deal with lashes, because he's of the position that we, we, we do, the person does not receive lashes. The only thing we would have to deal with is kares. So when it comes to kares, maybe he disagrees with Rebbe ben Akana and says that we would not p- apply the, p- the principle of Kimlai in a case of kares, in a case of an early death. So, but the problem with him is one case, kasher mamzeris, one case in our Mishnah is a case of a mamzeris. It's not an early death where a person seduces a girl who is a mamzer. She is the child of an illicit relationship uh, such that it, it, it does, gives her a status as a, a, a mamzer where a person cannot, uh, most Jews cannot marry her, and there's a there's a prohibition to have sexual relations with her. Uh, so there, one would receive lashes. Even Rabbi Yitzhak agrees that they that that person should receive lashes for having sexual relations with the, this girl who is a mamzer, uh, because there's no kares in that case. There is no early death in that case. So then, uh, we we'll go back to our original question: Why why is there a fine here if one would receive uh, lashes? Um, so that's the kasha, that's the question on Rabbi Yitzhak. So the Gemara says, Hanichi suffered like Rabbi Yochanan, Hanami Mitaritz like Rabbi Yochanan, Eli suffered like Rabbi Yochanan, Sheikh Mitaritz la, so Akorach Rabbi Yochanan, Svirelei. So the Gemara says, you know what? You know what we're forced to say? We have to say that, that the author of the Mishnah, according to Rabbah, is like Rabbi Yochanan. Which Rabbi Yochanan are we talking about? The Rabbi Yochanan who says, that if a person does the action which should in general lead to lashes, but in this case there was no warning, and so therefore it's viewed as kishogeg, as though it was by accident, um, so then one would have to, in fact, pay. That's the position of Rabbi Yochanan. Rish Lakish argues. But you would have to say, our Mishnah would fit if you say like Rabbi Yochanan, because you would, in fact, uh, the person would, in fact, have to pay, because he, that person did the action by accident. Okay, so that's what the Gemara concludes. According to Rabbah, you would have to explain the Mishnah. We can't be a Rav Meir. It can't be Rav Nechunah ben Akana. It can't be Rav Yitzchak. Has to be the position of Rav Yochanan. Okay, that's the end of one question. Next question. Amalei Rav Masa la Abaye. Rav Masa says to Abaye, L'Reish Lakish Dhamra B'Ferish Rav Satorah Chayve Malkius K'Chayve Misos. So then Mantana D'Palag Aleh Rav Nechunah ben Akana. So he asks as follows. What's the question? Now we're within the, we're asking according to the position of Rish Lakish. What did Rish Lakish say? Rish Lakish says that when it comes to the lashes, 
even if a person does it by accident, does the action by accident, there still is an exemption on the monetary payment, which would mean that in our Mishnah, even if it was done by accident, there should still be an exemption. So who is the author of the Mishnah according to Reish Lakish? We sort of now are focusing now focusing on Reish Lakish. Who will be the author of the Mishnah? Because it can't be Rabbi Yochanan. Because we're within Reish Lakish, who argues on Rabbi Yochanan and says that there is an exemption on the payment. So if that's the case, so then who is the position of the Mishnah? Who's the position of the Mishnah who argues in Rebbe Benakana? Because Rebbe Benakana says that when it comes to Karis, which is the case of our Mishnah, there should be an exemption. Our Mishnah clearly holds there is no exemption. One would have to pay the fine. So who's the author of the Mishnah? So the Gemara answers, It's a little complicated. The, the, the Gemara answers that it could be Rebbe Yitzchak, uh, who says that uh, when it comes to Karis, there is no lashes. However, we just mentioned that, okay, fine, but there's this one case of Mamzeres where there would still be lashes. So Rashi explains that when it says here, Rabbi Yitzhak, it doesn't really mean for our Mishnah. It means for some other context, which we don't have time to get into right now, uh, because there is a certain question in Rabbi Yitzhak. But the other position is to say that we have to hold like Rav Meir. We would have to hold like Rav Meir. Seemingly, the Rav Meir, uh, where... Rav Meir basically says uh, that uh, one would have to pay the fine. When we're discussing a fine, that's only in a context of lashes and a fine. One would have to pay the fine. However, when it comes to the death penalty and a fine, so then one would not have to pay the fine. There would be an exemption on the fine when it comes to the death penalty, which will be the next Mishnah. The next Mishnah will be discussing the death penalty. Our Mishnah, which is discussing lashes, according to Reish Lakish, one could explain the Mishnah as being referring to Rav Meir. Uh, because Rav Meir is of the opinion that even though there's lashes in this case, but when it comes to a fine, one would receive both punishments, the lashes and uh, the fine. Okay, this concludes this Gemara, which really discusses all many of the different opinions that we've been discussing for the last couple of weeks. The next Gemara, we'll be discussing a new topic, a different topic. We'll be discussing really not focusing on this principle called Kimle, but it will be focusing on the concept of a fine when it comes to uh, seducing or raping a girl between the ages of 12 and 12 and a half, when it applies, when it doesn't apply. And so we'll be discussing that for the next little bit.